what do you call those things? Commas and punctuation. punctuation. Yeah, it's very prayer for Owen Meany right there, man. Yeah. Welcome to Creative Ops, a podcast for creative people. Hey, everybody. My guests this week are Jody J. Sperling. Jody was on the show representing his podcast, then called Create Collaborate, now called The Reluctant Book Marketer. And also joining us is Kenny McKay, host of Author Your Dream, a podcast that seeks to do exactly that, help people who are writing get their books into the hands of people it's one thing to write a book, but it's another thing to get people to read it. And that's kind of what both of these guys are doing. And on this show, we're specifically talking about how to get people to listen to our podcasts. So you're going to hear at some point in this podcast, some examples of some new ad roles that we're going to be playing on each other's podcasts as kind of a marketing experiment to see if that helps us grow the podcasts. So I hope you enjoy this podcast and I hope you give the people who are on it with me today, Jody and Kenny, give their podcast a chance. And if you're listening to this because you normally listen to theirs uh and you heard about mine via them well then uh yo ho there ma arrivederci thank you for coming and i hope that you enjoy what you hear and uh, maybe stick around for some more stuff uh, when, uh you know this one's all done all right guys enjoy the conversation you know if you're into marketing you're into podcasts or you just want to know what those conversations are like behind closed doors well here you go you'll hear it now with jody sperling from the reluctant book marketer and Kenny McKay from Author Your Dream. And me, I guess. you kenny because uh i already have been on jody's podcast and likewise him on mine but uh, i don't really know a whole lot about you other than you have a podcast and you're a writer yeah uh well i am uh my day job i'm a youth pastor uh so okay. I, work with, I work with young people in the uk um so where uh all the houses here are made of like there's brick in the walls so that's why the internet's off and on <laughs> okay <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's what I did during my day job and, uh, got three kids, been married for 12 years and just recently became a citizen of the UK. So, Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're actually the second podcaster who's also a, a youth pastor that I've had on this show. Really? Um, yeah. <laughs> the other one uh, was uh, his name's Mike, and he's one of the co hosts on a show called Threads Podcast Life Unfiltered. Nice. But uh, yeah, then we're all here to talk about marketing and promoting each other on uh, one another's podcasts, right? Yeah. So, Jody, uh, kind of start with where this idea came from because uh, you seem to be the, the guy behind the idea. 
Yeah, man. So what I really desperately want is for everybody in the world to, to listen to my podcast, to love my podcast, and to benefit from my podcast all at the same time. But I probably can't go that broad. So I just thought if I can talk to people in the, the creative sphere who uh, share a passion for uh, any level of artistry, all promoting each other, then, you know, we don't necessarily have to have a network, but we are a network kind of behind the scenes helping to introduce each other to our audiences. Because honestly, like right now, I am reaching out to a lot of people in my Twitter world who uh, identify as writers in their bios and saying, hey, if you're a writer, you need to know how to market yourself, check out my show. And um, I'm getting pretty good drive with that. Uh, but the people who stick and listen to my podcast are the people who are inclined to listen to podcasts in the first place. And I, I can't, I just can't produce enough content for them. And so that's where I rely on Kenny and I rely on you, Chris, to produce really quality content to keep them listening to podcasts. Cause the worst thing in my mind that we can do is not deliver enough content and then they find something else to fill up their time. But as long as they're on Spotify, as long as they're on Apple Podcasts, and they're like, oh, I, I reached the end of Jody's catalog, but I can just switch over to Kenny, they keep doing that, and it benefits us all. So that's a really stupidly analytical way of looking at it, but that's what I'm doing. Cool. Um, and I've always <laughs> wanted to, I've always wanted to um, be like in the room when, uh, you know, like there's a business deal going on or when two realtors are talking. So I thought it'd be interesting to put how something like this gets put together. Uh, you know what I mean? Because everybody hears uh, somebody promoing on somebody else and goes, oh, I wonder how that happened or what that conversation was like. So I figured, eh, speaking of content <laughs> right now, pocket some content and uh, figure out how we can help each other out. You know what I mean? Two for one. I love it. Um, so. What uh, what is the the big idea then? You you said something uh, about you wanted to have everybody kind of like record a a commercial and have us do like mid roll placements with those. Yeah, so my idea is that it would be uh, even as short as a ten second mid roll that is exactly what your show is about, who you're speaking to, and why you want to speak to that person, what they benefit from it. I'm author Christopher Talon, inviting you to listen in on my conversations with creative people of all types on my podcast, Creative Ops. Catch new episodes of Creative Ops Mondays, wherever you get podcasts. Uh, it's a challenge to go that short, but it works like an ad in the middle of the episode. So you already have people who are committed to listening to you by the time they reach that, you know, quote unquote ad. And then they hear about this other show. I think that those people are pretty inclined to be aware of you. They're not going to click out of the episode they're listening to, but now they know your name. Um, and I'm I'm pretty committed to the idea of people being like, that Jody cat is everywhere. Everywhere I go, I'm hearing about Jody. And I think that that would be really cool. And I want, I want Kenny to have that opportunity. And I want you to have that opportunity, Chris. I mean, I mention your book any chance I get on my show. Uh, I, I link it in my show notes, even if I didn't talk about it on the show, just because I really feel like I want people to feel like Chris is everywhere. I want people to feel like Kenny is everywhere. I'm not going to lie to you. That uh, 
a lot of that cut out. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I can only bring the energy once, Chris. I know. I know. Um, and I'll keep it in there because, like I said, it got all that on the on the other side of it. that and maybe edit in a good response to it but um Sperling, host of The Reluctant Book Marketer. If you've ever tried to write a book before and you feel frustrated by how few people are reading it, you need to listen to my show. There you go. It's just something that simple. Okay. And then, uh, Kenny, I, I haven't got a chance to talk to you much yet. So, you know, people have heard Jody on my show a little bit. Give us just a, a quick rundown of kind of what your show is about. Not necessarily as quick as the one that Jody just did. I'm the host of the Author Your Dream podcast. It came about because when I was doing my first book, it took me three years to write it. And I was doing a lot of research, a lot of listening to podcasts, videos, reading a lot of books. And it was a lot of great information, but it wasn't from the perspective that I was asking it. I was listening to Joanna Penn with The Creative Pen. It's fantastic, but she has like 20-something books and six figures. And I felt like she was so far ahead of me that I couldn't see myself there because I hadn't even written my first book yet. So I have situated myself as the guy who's just ahead of where you're at. So I try and focus on asking questions that first-time authors are asking, questions that I was asking at the time. So that I'm not like, hey, I'm making all this money or I have all these books. I'm asking it from this level. I'm asking it from here and I'm just that one step ahead of you guys and that's that's kind of where the whole idea and the whole drive behind the show is because I want to help first-time authors fulfill their dream of writing and publishing a book so do you talk specifically about like craft and writing and process or are you more kind of like in Jody's area of like, listen, if you've got a book, then these are the things you should be doing. These are the people you should be talking to and that kind of thing. Um, Yeah, I talk about everything and anything. If somebody has a different take on the writing journey, I'll I'll talk about that. I've talked about everything from character creation to plotting to, I I think I have nine episodes now on different ways to market your book and different viewpoints so everything from hey i have an idea to okay i publish it what's next is what i cover okay and how often are uh, you putting stuff out uh once a week okay yeah it's uh, once a week every wednesday i release an episode if you're lucky sometimes it's earlier for people in america because i'll publish at like 1 1 a.m here in the uk yeah it can be anywhere from five to eight hours different so (laughs) yeah yeah Okay. So every week, um, have you been doing it every week from the get-go or was it something that you got more into as time went on? Yeah. When I first started out, I started every week, but I found it really difficult because I was learning. I didn't know what to do. I was doing solo episodes, which I don't, I mean, I I do them now. Um, I'll do one solo episode a month, but I like the 
interaction between my guest and myself and asking questions and getting their information and their expertise out to the world. Um, so for the first season, I stopped doing every week and I think I did every other week. Um, and then, cause I only had 30 episodes when I started, like mm. that, that was my idea. I had 30 episode ideas. That was season one for me. And I'm like, I'm, I'm done. I'm tapped out. I've got no more. I finished 30 episodes. I'm like, actually, you know what? I can dive deeper into certain topics. And I got to a point where I was no longer actively hunting people down to come on the show. People were reaching out to me and saying, Hey, I heard you on the show. I was wondering if I could come on the show. Here's my idea. I do reach out to people at times. Um, I like, I think when I first started out, I hated that like cold call type thing, but now I like it because it builds rapport and stuff. So I do reach out to people, but a lot of people have reached out to me and asked. And I've had over a uh, hundred people reach out. Uh, and wow. so I've been able to kind of say like, okay, yeah, you'd be a great fit. You know, you might be a good fit and you're, you're not really in my vein. Okay. And how long has the show been going on now? Uh, since March of 2020. Uh, so we went oh. into lockdown. Um, okay. I was, but I was like, ah, oh, you know what? I'm just going to put it off. I'll do it in April. Let me do it in April. And then we went into lockdown over here in March and I'm like, well, I mean, might as well do it. There's no excuse now. So I started in March of 2020 and it's been going since, and I'm in season three. Jody, how did, uh, how did you come onto Kenny's radar or vice versa? So I was one of the hundred who reached out and said, I have an idea <laughs> for an episode. Um, Which doesn't surprise me because if you're, uh, <laughs> you're many things, but not lazy when it comes to marketing and, uh, and networking. Certainly not shy. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, if you're, if you're motivated like me to never have to work for an insurance carrier again and call people and be like, Hey, you need workers' compensation and I've got the heck of a deal for you. Then, you know, it, uh, it's, it's kind of like, if you're standing in a burning building at the window uh, and your choice is either be consumed by the flames or jump to your death, I'm probably going to jump. And that's kind of the situation I feel like I'm in right now. So I reached out to Kenny because um, I know that if people hear my message, they're going to resonate with it or the people that I want to resonate with it are going to resonate with it. Uh, and, and so that's how Kenny and I connected. ask you uh about some of the things you're doing and then tell you that they're terrible ideas <laughs> you're making me sound like a bad person <laughs> uh if it did i've become so british that i didn't catch it <laughs> yeah I did ask him at the time if he was celebrating the 4th of July. I was like, I don't even know what happens anymore now <laughs> for you. <laughs> yep, nope, just another day over there, probably. Yep. Um, 
<laughs> he said they were eating hot dogs, actually. If you want to know the truth, he's like, what we do is we pull out the really special hot dogs. Okay, you don't eat hot dogs over there unless it's the 4th of July. No, the, the one's in the jar. Oh, disgusting. <laughs> At what point did uh, did you start talking about doing uh, marketing type things with each other? Or the same time that you reached out to me, or was it kind of bubbling and brewing before that? Yeah, for me, um, I, I've been thinking of different ways to productively be on people's radar, and um, there's not a ton of people I actually resonate with. I will be honest; like I, I'm, I'm happy to talk with anybody, but I'm still very much human in that. I like some people and I don't connect with other people. So, um, it's a very diplomatic for, way to say it. Right. Yeah. I, uh, I, I connected with you, Chris, pretty quickly. And, um, I thought like, I just, I love listening to your podcast. I still listen to your podcast. It's just like kind of a casual fan of your show. I like what you're doing. And so it was apparent to me, I was like, I gotta, I gotta figure out a way to build a friendship with you and, you know, continue to do this journey together. Kenny was really similar for different reasons. I loved that it was immediately apparent to me what he was doing. He didn't actually have to state his mission. I could tell he was speaking to people who were newer to the, the writing publishing kind of area. And his clarity was really attractive to me. So it was kind of a similar thing. I was like, I gotta figure a way to keep Kenny moving in the same direction. Um, the fourth musketeer, who's not actually on this podcast, Nancy, um, she's the same way. She's really genuine. She's really sincere. Her podcast is beautifully made. And I knew if the four of us could work together, even though um, none of us are exchanging money or expecting money out of it, we can have kind of that podcast network kind of feel where we help to uh just cross-thread our audiences because all four of us have similar audiences. Not every person who listens to each show is coming for the same reasons, but many of them are. And uh, I, f- I forgot about Nancy too. Uh, shout out to Nancy. I'll make sure that she's in the show notes in the introduction. She couldn't be on the on the podcast, which is a bummer. But Nancy, if you're listening, and <laughs> I'm sure you've been listening to every episode, come on the podcast some other time when uh, when you have a chance. Yes. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, we weren't we were, we didn't kick Nancy out on purpose. This isn't like uh, some guys' club or like, no no chicks, <laughs> no <man."> Nancys. <laughs> I interviewed uh, Marston Hefner, Hugh Hefner's son. He has a book of flash fiction coming out. I don't I don't actually believe you right now. I don't believe you. I think you're lying. <laughs> Okay. Um, <laughs> actually, his um, but his PR guy reached out to me shortly after the uh, John wow. Fox article. So. Oh, beautiful! Hey, there you go. That's the power of marketing. all those things commas and punctuation. punctuation yeah it's very prayer for owen meany right there man yeah we've got a writer in the house <laughs> yeah exactly published book yes 
self-published book, but what's I don't, I don't I don't know what the difference between grammar and syntax is. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I've made a complete ass of myself. Uh, ever edited out something that you said or did or a bunny hole you went down that you didn't like and just like overdubbed a new question so that it sounded like the interview was going a different direction i haven't done that exactly maybe one time where i overdubbed something in because i said it so fast it didn't make sense listening to it back i was talking to somebody and somehow we just started talking about abortion. And then as soon as we were done, I was like, I should edit that out, shouldn't I? That's not they were coming. Like, That's not and they, were like, they were like, yeah, let's edit that out. I was like, all right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah not for me. For me, it's just been uh, something for clarity. I'll edit out somebody says, um, a lot. Or if there's some awkward long pauses, I'll shorten it down to where it feels more like just kind of a, you know, that's a good question, you know, instead of a 10 second silence. We should do basically like a round robin style. So say we start with uh, Chris and, and like I said, I'm 100% positive that Nancy's and I just don't know when she'll be able to record her. So I'll reach out to her again. But um, suppose we have three shows that start with Chris and all say, listen to creative ops. And, you know, we play your ad all three at the same time. I think that's the best way to tell if we get the boost we're looking for is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause it's you not know, so scattershot that way. Yeah, exactly. It could, it could be that any one audience only gives you another 20 listeners and it's harder to tell if that's just a good week or if it's based on promotion. Yeah. And if, if you want them to be mid roll too, that's fine. But, I'm just as happy putting them right at the top of my knee because you know yeah. that's just a, a better seat at the table, you know. You get you get more ears on it for sure. Uh, another question I'm actually curious about. Do you guys look at your attention numbers? For attention? episodes? Retention. Do you look at your retention oh, numbers oh, oh, per episode? Oh, 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 that that makes more sense. Um I've looked at those stats a little bit before, but it either says like, I don't know, I I have pod being like the most basic one. And mm-hmm. the stats on that are very iffy and wishy-washy. Yep. So I don't, I don't know. It doesn't, at the, at the level that I'm working with, uh, I don't think that retention thing tells me much. So I'm sorry, because I'm making this hell on your editing, but go into <laughs> Apple Pod, Podcasts Connect uh, and log into uh, Apple Podcasts Connect and look at your listeners. You still most likely have more listeners on Apple than anywhere else. It might be antiquated soon and, um, Spotify might replace it, but right now, Podcast Connect will tell you how your attention is going, and it'll actually show you the exact minute that people are dropping off, like to the second where people are dropping off, and you can oh. tell. They'll give you a percentage of retention. Um, so, for example, my worst episode right now is at 54%. My best episode's at 86%, and it just gives you an idea of like where you're performing and if your content's interesting to people. So that's, like I said, edit all of that out, please. But you know, it's one thing well, that you can, I mean, the whole point of this show is behind the scenes stuff. So unless there's something oh, yeah. where you're like for legal reasons, I'll keep no, going. no, not at all. Yeah. Use it.
one example that so clearly helped me redefine my show that I'm happy to share it with you. I had a woman who's a, a, a brilliant author. Her name is Linda R. Richards. Go buy her book if you're listening. She's a, a mystery writer and very good. The very beginning of the show, she talked about being a seasoned author who had gone through the gauntlet. And those words, when she said that, everybody who was listening to my show was like, I don't identify that way. And I had the biggest drop off on a single episode I've ever had. It was like I had 50 listeners and then 38 seconds into the episode when she said that before it clipped to my intro music, I lost half of my listeners instantaneously. It's the biggest drop off I've ever had. And it was clear. It was because she had kind of been like, oh, I'm a rich person and all of you people are losers. It wasn't intentional, but it was the way that I edited and how I cut it and the question I asked. And it taught me the people who listen to me right now are people who have published a couple of books and are dissatisfied with their results. Linda had published almost 20 and has made a career of it. And so I accidentally lost my listener base and they're like, I'll, I'll check it out next week. But right now this isn't for me. She's not going to tell me anything I need to know. Hmm. That's too bad. It's too bad. You're such a bad editor. <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. <laughs> and to come on my show, I'll do you right. Kenny, I'm curious. Uh, is there anything that you've been doing, books or podcast wise, that uh, you would recommend to somebody? is in terms of uh getting listens or selling books or both um oh good question yeah so right now i'm I'm experimenting a lot with seeing what i can do for getting listens to the podcast especially mm. um, and what i've done is i started sending my guests pre-written copy i guess for that they can post along with an image up for the their episode title so i'll say you know on today on the show I talk with Kenny about this. If you're interested, here's a link. And then that way they don't have to do the work. Yeah. Um, and then like, that's a, that's really the only thing that I've been focusing on right now is trying to get my guests to promote as much yeah. as I'm promoting or at least promote period. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, a lot of people do look at getting on a podcast as like, Hey, I got some advertising, but uh, you know, they forget you have to tell your people to listen to it too because there are some people and you know i've interviewed a couple of people that really just put no effort into letting the world know that they were on mm -hmm. and it showed you know what i mean like i got mm -hmm. my normal listeners that would listen to a solo episode numbers but my solo episodes and my guest episodes like i'll my best guest episode probably outperforms my best solo episode like eight times over you know what i mean mm -hmm. so you can tell when somebody's not putting the putting the vibe out there and that's something that's important for any podcasters listening tell people hey uh you know if you have social media make sure you post about this a couple of times over the course of this next week because mm -hmm. that first week of a podcast is really kind of like whether or not you know it's going to be you know quote unquote good you know you, yeah. you, you can tell usually in a week if if it's going to get a lot of listens or not yes so plug yourself people it's not all about you Plug your podcast, friends. Mm. You jerks. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> selfish jerks. As far as getting to know you and your podcasts, 
we've done that. We've talked about what we want to do and we can iron out anything else. But is there anything else that you guys want to talk about or say while you've got my audience uh, listening to you? Since, since we're going behind the scenes, I would love to hear from both of you. How long was it before you thought, yes, I am reaching an audience, my message matters, and the people listening are benefiting, and that makes me want to keep doing this? Maybe for me, like a year and a half into it, when I actually started seeing like not just people that I've asked in person to listen, <laughs> listening, and people responding and seeing like, oh, people that follow me now follow this person that was on my show. You know? Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say about the same, about a year and a half. Um, is that's when I started getting like trickling feedback saying, Hey, thank you so much. This is fantastic. Uh, there's a guy who he's is Minnesota. He's from Minnesota. He reached out and just told me, Hey, I've got a, this was recently actually, but it's like, I've been listening to your podcast. It's helped me so much. Um, I'm a trucker. I listen to it, you know, when I'm on the road. And like, we've started this, I guess, email relationship and just emailing back and forth and really connecting so and he's like i'm going to share it with you know all my writer friends and people so that for me is about a year and a half 18 months is longer than almost anything anybody else does like i've gone on diets that have lasted fewer than 18 days oh yeah why did you keep doing it if it took that long to feel that way i think i can guess that your answer will be similar to mine during the pandemic, I didn't have a lot to do. And this was like, honestly, it became a big part of like my real community, not just online community. Mm -hmm. I have friends who I talk to weekly that are, you know, in different parts of the country that I just talked to on my stupid podcast one time, you know, Kenny. Uh, yeah, for me, it was, yeah, for me, it was just, um, I mean, it was an hour that I could send my kids and wife out <laughs> and I got, no, just, just kidding. I love my family. <laughs> they know that they're amazing. Um, and they're really supportive. Oh, I think I just love talking with people and engaging with them. Uh, like most of the people, my first guest was somebody I had a relationship previously with. So I knew her um, personally and then everybody else, like I got to know and they shared a lot of great. And some of them I was able to connect with better than others. I mean, some of them were like, oh, hey, great. Thanks for having me on the show. But others were like, oh, hey, that was amazing. By the way, here are some some suggestions for you. Let me help you out. Uh, and then I'll help them out. And it was that just building that rapport and that connection for me. And it kind of kept me going I'm like, hey, if nothing else, I'm learning yeah. from my guests and yeah. I'm becoming a better writer from from what I hear. You know, I've learned so much about the marketing side, just interviewing the people that I that I've talked to that before I was just like, oh, man, there's more. I can't just publish the book. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you can, but. <laughs> Nancy, you got anything to say? Oh, wow. That's timely. You know, um, I will say that I am really fortunate to piggyback on that and say that my wife was out grocery shopping while we started recording. So she texted and was like, I'm outside. And I said, too bad I'm in a podcast. You're going to have to bring those groceries in alone. <laughs> that's a good one. I'm going to use that next time. Do it yourself. Yeah, but you can't trust those people from Nebraska.
novel out right now called Switchers by uh, yeah by by a guy named Christopher Talon. It is a riotous book. I have read it myself. I rated and reviewed it on Amazon. Which, if you bought the book and you haven't rated and reviewed it, you should be ashamed of yourself. And if you're on this podcast and you haven't read it, you should buy it, rate it, and review it. All right. Uh, how about you, Kenny? Anything, uh, anything besides the podcast that you want people to know about or that they should be uh, looking at? Something that I'm doing right now is a 30-day writing challenge, and I've named it the 32-1 challenge. So it's 30 days, two rules, one work in progress. And that's, you know, you have to write every day. Doesn't matter the word count. Doesn't matter how long you write. You just have to write every day. Um, and the other one is you have to focus on one work in progress. Because um, for me, the consistency of sitting down and writing, like I'll do great for two weeks and then all of a sudden life will happen and the kids will have dance or rugby or whatever life throws at you. And then I'll get interrupted and I'll go like a couple days without it and I'll feel like I've fallen off the wagon, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I came up with this idea to do a 30 day challenge and just shared it on Twitter. And people are like, Oh, hey, I, I want to get involved. I'm in. I'm in. You, know, you should name it. You should give it a hashtag. So it's a hashtag 30 T H I R T Y, the number two, the number one challenge. Um, yeah. So, and you can find information on that on the blog at authoryourdream.com. Cool. Um, that's just to help you get into that habit of writing consistently. I like that. It reminds me a little bit of NaNoWriMo, but with mm -hmm. that one, like the, there's such a press to reach a certain word count that mm -hmm. at that point, it's it's not even fun anymore. It's like running 50 miles just to be like, see, I didn't die. Did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It kind of takes some of the fun out of it. Um, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. And I've done NaNoWriMo. I've tried to do NaNoWriMo but I have this aversion to authority. So anybody trying to tell me what to do, uh, even if I do it to myself, I'm like, you can tell me to write 50,000 words in 30 days. I'll do what I want. I'm not writing. <laughs> no, but this gives me that freedom to, you know, I could write 2000 words today. I could write 500 tomorrow. Yeah. But as I'm writing is the important bit. We can talk more, but we'll talk off air. Yeah, thing yeah, that all exactly. the podcasters say, right? I'll tell you off air. <laughs> yeah, off air. I got to whisper this one to you. My legal team has advised me. Well, I'll tell you who really sucks, but not on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, um, then uh, I'll go ahead and I'll hit stop recording here, but you guys hang on for a second. Thanks for listening, everybody. All right, everybody, you made it. Thank you so much. Check out Jody's podcast, The Reluctant Book Marketer. Check out Kenny's podcast, Author Your Dreams. You're already listening to this one. Good for you. Go buy my book. It's on my website, ChristopherTellen.com. I love you guys. Mwah.
Yum, 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 yum. Weird, right?